Hey everyone, you're listening to the Discover Grace and Truth podcast. Together we are going to discover God's grace and truth through the Bible for people who love Jesus, who want to hear his voice, move in his direction, and eventually help others do the same. Thank you for listening and enjoy this episode with Pastor Anton Pazava. Hey, welcome again to Discover Grace and Truth podcast. Glad to be with you again today, man. We're just, we're just, we're in the series. We're talking about the I Am series. We're talking about how God's parables, his accounts of what he did here on planet Earth really apply to our lives. And I'm sitting across from uh, my brother-in-law, Gary Plord. And uh, we're just talking about the word of God. We're talking about the sower of the seed, sower and the seed. And, uh, and and I'm excited about talking about this because there's so many things that we can learn from God's word. And I, I hope that you're getting some nuggets out of this. I hope that uh, you're you're seeing yourself even where you are as a believer, as a Christian. And um, so today, hey, Gary, welcome again to Discover Grace and Truth podcast. Thank you. Good to be here, Pastor. Hansel. Yeah, it's, 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 this is awesome. I mean, I had such a great time last time we talked, um, asked a question, and I want to pick up right from there so that uh, we can just move on with the, the parable of the sower and uh, ask that question. I said, you know, what was the one thing that caused you to go from a religious mindset to a relationship mindset? Yeah, it's a great question. And I have exactly at least the right answer for me. Um, and it was the knowledge that being born again, being in the kingdom, was the result of being saved by grace through faith. Yeah. Not based on any works, or in this case, things that, different religions uh, sort of place on the flock mm -hmm. in the way of either rituals. In my case, it was sacraments. And when I became aware that the knowledge mm. of being saved was focused on the works of Jesus, not anything that I could do or say, right? That to me opened up everything else because once I became saved by grace through faith, in the works of the Lord. Yeah. For me personally, a lot of the rest of the word became relevant. And when I say when I say the rest of the word, I mean how important was the virgin birth? How important was the blood of Jesus? Yeah. How important was the suffering that he took upon himself so that we didn't have to pay the price. Right. Right. Then as we talked about in the last podcast the book of acts right like if you think about the work that the disciples did uh, plus paul right because paul wasn't one of the originals right 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 so he, after. he became a convert on the road to damascus but then if you read essentially how the word was spread in the book of acts their focus was all on two things at that point one was the blood of jesus as i just described but also on the work of the Holy Spirit, yeah, which I believe we have still to this day available to us. But I think that's exactly what happened to your life. When you received Jesus as Lord and Savior, you really understood that it was by grace that you're saved. But I believe the Holy Spirit did a 
quick work in your life and made you see like night and day like mm -hmm. where were I where I was in my walk with you but now where I am today and the, and the fullness of what could be available to me that's so good yeah that's so good so that's awesome awesome information hopefully some of you that are out there listening you know you're you're getting some of this you're getting some of this and hopefully uh you know mindsets have been changing and uh allowing the holy spirit to be a part of your life so i want to get back to uh uh matthew 13 verse 20 but he received the seed but he who received the seed on stony places this is he who hears the word immediately receives it with joy yet has no root in himself but endures only for a while for when tribulation and persecution arises because of the word immediately he stumbles so this is a person that again doesn't understand a relationship with jesus they have a stony heart they think that they have to do things to get his attention they think that you know this is the only way to god is to do certain things so that i could i could be with god and you know i receive his his words but you know they're just so hard sometimes there's tribulation and persecution that comes because i'm believing in jesus you know and um this this heart this heart this tribulation and persecution and many times you know when we're looking at life gary and we say there's tribulation and persecution we're not talking about natural tribulation and persecution because you know we're all going to be challenged mm -hmm. every day we're challenged our workplace our families you know there's tribulation there's persecution but this says they were there there was tribulation and persecution because of the word because someone believed the word and or lack of the word and that's why tribulation and persecution comes. Yeah, and I mean, we're going to talk about in a second here the the next one, which is the thorny. That's the one I want to kind of get into as well. But what you're talking about is, you know, think about the, the persecution and tribulation, right? If those of us that have been in the word for, in this case, decades, right, mm -hmm. tens of years, and studying things like where you know, parts of the word say Jesus would come back once the word is preached throughout the whole world. Mm -hmm. 30 years ago, I remember thinking to myself, well, how is that going to happen? Yeah, right? yeah. But now, right. you know, as I said on last podcast, it's not only all the different types of ways that we could receive messages, but... You know, even on this little iPhone here that now I think there's probably a stat out there about what percentage of the people in the entire world have an iPhone, they could get a message. Right. Right. So now we understand that. And and as it relates to what I was just talking about, we, we know that there are several places throughout scripture where you know Jesus does say, You will be persecuted for my name's sake. Right. Right. And I think that's whether it's you know, we've all been there, right? Whether it's a ridicule by somebody at work. Or, I, was, I was just about to ask you, like, okay, hey, is there a specific moment maybe you can remember that said, oh, man, I'm just, I, I feel like I'm being persecuted for what I believe in. 
Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the work culture for business has changed quite a bit over my working life, and I'm getting close to sunsetting out of, <laughs> out of that world. But, you know, in the 90s, it was really well accepted that, you know, when you would take a client out to dinner, for example, there was a lot of drinking going on. I mean, a lot of drinking, right? And, mm. you know, there were times that there were that I would guard myself and eat. I mean, a glass of wine is okay, but maybe even two, but certainly nothing excessive. Right. right. And there were times where I remember coworkers, you know, it's sort of snide remarks. And that's, I think, a little bit about what you're talking about here, right? For yeah. Persecution, tribulation, yeah. for my name's sake. Right. 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 Um, and that could just be an uncomfortable feeling for everybody involved. Right. So, but now you know better than I do what's happening across the world, right? In parts of the Middle East and parts of China, parts of Africa, the word is being spread because there's what I call this electronic underground of people that we support to spread the word, right? right. And then Christians are can be not only persecuted, but executed. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, absolutely. we're in that day and age in the world right now, right? Right, so right. It's, you know, you and I were talking about how timeless the word is. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. And he knew what 2023 was going to look like. Right. And it's more relevant in this this particular scripture of, you know, persecution and tribulation for my name's sake. How about, how about the people that are, that you just mentioned, the underground church, how they're being persecuted and there's tribulation because they're standing with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And... Um, they're standing with the word of God and, and it gets, it goes against their own culture. Yet the word is the one that brings the freedom to every person who believes in Jesus. Mm -hmm. Amen. And, I, and I just love that. I love the fact that, um, that no matter what we face, God's word will always come, come true. Absolutely. And you know, if you think about those two parts of the soil, right? The one we're on, which is, it's, it's almost an external pressure, right? Like you're going to have persecution. You're going to have tribulation. That's in the outside coming in. But then look at the next one, which is the thorny ground, right? Right. That's, that's internal. Yeah. That's the, that's the individual receiving the seed, right? But then either be, I, I sort of look at that and you can, we can read the scripture here on what the meaning was in a moment, but, this is the person who's worried about income and their life. And, and, you know, Jesus had already said back in verse, back in chapter five or six, I think it is, don't worry about your life, what you'll eat. We take care of the birds yeah. of the air, right? right the fish right. in the sea, he'll take care of you, right? And so the thorny one is the one who, who in fact, I think it says in verse, let me see here, 22, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth Mm -hmm. choke it making it unfruitful yeah so that's the person it's almost like i mean they're kind of making a decision right on what their priority is going to be is it going to be trust and let the word fall on fertile ground and let it bear fruit or am i going to make it you're almost without making an overt decision you're almost making a decision if your focus is on life and the the troubles of life right then that seed's not going to take root right well that's and and again that's, that's just 
this is the thorny, the thorns, the thorns, the deceitful. I mean, the thorns only come from the world, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, pride of life, uh, you know, the things that, that even John talked about, how those things of the world, what you see, what you hear, can really cause you to have dissension with just the people around you, even with yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, the billboards and the and the media and everything else that 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 just throws out information that might be false, and then we internalize that, and that's what goes against the word of God. And 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 the Bible is very clear, folks. The Bible is very clear. When there's a challenge out there. When there's a situation out there, the Bible is very clear. He says to cast all your cares upon him because he cares for us. And um, we should allow, I mean, I I love the fact that, uh, you know, people read this deceitfulness of riches choke the word. And yeah, yes, if you're focused on getting uh, financially set and that's, that's your purpose, you know, you're, you're probably going to be deceived because you're going to work a very hard life just to make it in life as opposed to allowing Jesus to be part of your life and to sow into his, his understanding of what riches really mean. And he's going to bless you back because, because the word of, is, is so clear. He says he's going to meet all of our needs according to his riches in glory by Christ oh, Jesus. Amen. So, uh, I, I mean, I, there's so much here that we can talk about because it, it, this is what happens to the believer who's half in and half out. And I think, um, and, and I, I'm not here to judge anyone, believe me, because I probably was one of those people, half in and half out, until I had a full revelation of what Jesus really meant to me as a person. And how much he loved me and how much he he really wanted me to to be a part of his kingdom and so i i'm excited about this scripture because how do we help people then gary how do we help people get out of this this thorny ground you know and get into the place where there's like we we talked about in in my opener of my my first podcast about what the kingdom of God is. It's joy and peace and righteousness in the Holy Spirit. How do we do that? You know, I think a lot of that's similar to the way Jesus did it, right? Which was sharing the gospel, sharing the good news, right? And some of the scriptures you already mentioned, right? You said when at the beginning, I think of the last podcast, trust in him and all these other things will be added on to you. Right. Right. So to me, what I've learned over the years, because you're right, you've been there. I've been in places where, you know, I'm putting more of an emphasis on certain parts of my life. And the reality is, you know, look, we live in a fallen nature. We have to provide for ourselves. Right. That's just the truth of the matter. Right, 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 right. But with you, we live in the New Testament days where God wants to be part of every area of our life. Right. And so I think for men. That's a little bit of a stereotype, but it'd be more difficult for men to yield and, and to invite the Lord into their place of work, their efforts, what they're doing on a daily basis, 
and God's intimately involved. It's like you just said earlier, he, he cares for us, right? And we are to make our requests known to him. Right. And be anxious for nothing, right? So, you know, anxiousness, sort of the opposite of what you talked earlier, right, about peace. Yeah. When you're in peace, think about, think about a typical evening. You have dinner. When you're in peace in your mind and you're peace in your heart, you're spending time with your family. That evening is 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 sort of a smooth, happy time, which is what I believe the Lord wants for us, right? Mm-hmm. When you're anxious, it's the opposite, right? So I, I love sort of the, the, the play on those particular words because when you're anxious, you might be thinking about something about work. You might, you're not paying attention. Your, your spouse or a friend is going to say something to you and you're not even focused on that. You probably then, as you segue into the evening later, you have trouble sleeping. That's, those aren't, that's not God's desire, right. right? God's desire is peace, love, right? It's Philippians 4. The Philippians 4, 8 test, right? Focus on those things that are peaceful and love and kindness and all those things. Right. And so I think it's just a matter of inviting the Lord in those areas of your life, yielding to him, and then as much as we possibly can be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. So there was a situation that happened to you years ago. And I want my listeners to really talk about, uh, hear this, this story from you. Remember, you, you were in a situation where you had lost your job mm-hmm. and you had to make some decisions about what direction you needed to go. So what do you think made that choice for you so relevant that you didn't get into anxiousness but you stayed in peace. Hey everyone, subscribe now and don't miss out on any other episodes. For more information, go to discovergraceandtruth.com. If you want to receive an email reminder, you can sign up there as well. Thank you so much for listening today. We hope that this episode reminded you that God loves you, He is for you, and He's ready to go above and beyond what you can ask or think according to His power that works in you. We love you and we'll catch you next time.